Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Guess what? Father's Day rolling up soon, right around the corner. Mother's Day as well. Hey, the mother's on your list. I mean, my wife, she loves to hunt and fish. She loves the outdoors just practically as much as I do. So, if you're looking for a Mother's Day or a Father's Day gift, hey, we've got it at GreatDaysOutdoors.com. All you have to do is head on over to GreatDaysOutdoor.com and check out the best gifts for the outdoorsman in 2021. We've curated a bunch of unique ideas to help you find an awesome gift for the outdoorsman on your list. Just head on over to GreatDaysOutdoors.com slash best gifts for outdoorsmen to check it out. I'm your host, Brian Sand. Hope you guys are enjoying this gorgeous, beautiful weather we're having. Uh, We better enjoy it because it looks like more storms coming this weekend. But right now, it's good, and I hope the fishing's the same way. So uh, let's get started, and let's go for our first segment. Let's get a report from Pickwick with David Allen. David, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, sir. How you been? I've been doing good, man. Been doing good. Just... uh, I say I've been doing good. I'm doing bad right this minute because uh, my wife decided that she no longer wanted carpet in the bedroom. And uh, so I, I, you know, I was going to be smart and save all this money. And I'm like, man, I can watch a YouTube video. I can figure out how to put hardwood floors in. So my back's killing me. Uh, Dust everywhere in the house. It's just ugly. Uh, I I can only imagine. You got to love those spring honeydew projects. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely anyway let's talk about fishing man that's a little more exciting than doing floors you've been fishing pickwick yes sir been guiding on pickwick mainly here the last few you know two weeks haven't done a lot on wilson just because the bite's been so good on pickwick for the small mouth and the large mouth are starting to turn on now since we've had some warm days and just had a full moon and all that good stuff and the water's finally gotten normal we've got the summer pool finally about Probably about a uh, week and a half ago, two weeks ago, we finally got stable. Everything kind of settled in. Got finally to the fourth, you know, four thirteen and a half, four fourteenth mark, and everything's been good. You know, about what'd you say? About a week and a half ago, we had that major cold front come through, and I honestly thought it was going to hinder a lot of the fish from going up and doing doing the spawn. But it actually it just seemed to, you know, kind of make them bite slower. But I still think they've went and done their done a lot of their spawning out of the way. Catching a lot of small mouth on Ned rigs and, you know, shaky heads and stuff like that. You know, real in the horseshoe up there by the dam and then fishing any pea gravel banks and stuff like that up towards the upper end of the lake. Catching averaging, you know, 15, 20 small mouth in an eight hour trip. It's had some good quality. You know, you'll catch some two and three pounders and all of a sudden you'll, you'll luck up and catch you a four or five pounder here and there. That's so great. Good year, man. You know, you guys up there at Pickwick and, and some of y'all got such a, a good mix of large mouth and spots and, and, and small mouth. And that's something I've never fished for when you are fishing. I mean, is it, is, are you fishing totally different when you're targeting small mouth than when you're targeting large mouth? It depends, you know, like here on Pickwick, most times you're saying, I want to do nothing but small mouth. You've got to get as close the dams as you can it just gives you more opportunity to catch consistent smallmouth now granted there's smallmouth in the whole you know the whole length of the lake it's just most of the time with us when we have clients that call say hey we want to target smallmouth we immediately we try the dam first 
Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's where your chances of only catching smallmouth just are that much better. Now, granted, like on the mid lake end, all the way to Waterloo into Tennessee down there by counts, you can kind of target certain areas, but you're liable to catch largemouth mixed in with them. And like this time of year, when you know the you know everything's warm up, waters in the mid 60s to the 70s, depending on what part of the river you're in, you just try to find those deep points, banks, pockets that have you know bluffs beside it and stuff like that and to target for smallmouth on the low now granted up here where we've been guiding on the upper end it's you've got all the current where they pre-spawn up there catch them on swim baits like they were back in march and the first of the month and then once they kind of go through that and the water temp gets in the mid 60s to 70s they move into the horseshoe into the slack water and start throwing the med rigs and the shake heads and transitioning into bed fishing um, and they'll do that for a while. I'm going to say we're getting towards the tail end of it now. Probably got about another week of it, and they'll be going postponed back in the current. And then I caught the Houdini on me. And really all it is, these smallmouth are very nomadic in the summer, mainly because it's, it's so hot. They will not stay way up shallow. They'll actually go out in the deeper water and kind of suspend. And they almost act like herring, you know, herring chasing bass, like on the herring lakes. Wherever the shad go, they go, and they just kind of roam around. Uh-huh. Right now we're still getting to put them on a light line right now. So it's all fun and games. Well, good deal, man. Well, uh, what about the largemouth? Are they about through spawning up there as well, getting to the end of that? It has been a weird year on the largemouth. You know, I've been doing, you know, I'll do some smallmouth in the morning. A lot of times on these eight-hour trips, I'll go chase largemouth in the afternoon just to kind of change it up. And about two weeks ago, we were still catching, you know, a lot of pre-water temp was still in the mid-60s. A lot of times I don't think the largemouth here wait till that stable water gets normal you know like we've talked before when that water gets normal level it's not consistently dropping and raising and dropping with that especially all the crazy rain we've had you know this year and even years before but like week two weeks ago i was still catching them where i was catching them in february and some high drill on chatterbait stuff like that but this last week they've went into hyperdrive and i don't think our giant wave has went in bed yet i think this week it's actually going on but we've also in the mix of it got a shad spawn going on right now so a lot of those so we're on their way to the bank kind of stopped it and uh, started eating on a shad spawn pretty good it just started this week it's getting wide open where you get out there early in the morning and you see the shad flicking you throw a spinnerbait or a more swim bait and you feel them, the shad bumping up against it and all of a sudden you get rocked by a big large mile so it's it's been pretty fun that's a fun thing man that's a fun time of year everybody uh the last few weeks on here has kind of been like man we know the shad spawn's coming it's right it's about to start and uh, as soon as it starts we'll get off this bed fishing and and start you know trying to hit that shad spawn early in the morning uh mm-hmm. so it sounds yeah. like it's happening there yeah it's starting to get right um and then really just i had a trip on sunday i did and I didn't see a lot. I, mean, I saw a little bit of shad spawn, but I really wasn't looking for it because I didn't really expect it to be going on because we've had so much of that cold front the week before. But then I got out there and I started reeling in my swim bait, so I started noticing some kind of following it. And I said, huh, and we caught them real good that morning. And I kind of seen a little bit of a shad. It wasn't a massive one, just a little one. And then, like, once the sun got out and bright, they kind of died off. I said, yeah, they started shad spawning. And we had to kind of adjust and try to run some transition banks, try to find some of those fish either going into bed or coming back out. And, you know, we've got fish kind of doing a little everything. We've got some fish kind of getting on some main river points and stuff, kind of post-spawn fish, a wave that's already went in or sitting out, kind of hanging out. So they start heading out to their summer huts, go offshore. And you can also get up in the skinny water and throw your swim jig and your little finesse worm around and catch some fish hanging out in the skinny water. And you can almost do about anything you want to catch a largemouth right now. It's a good time of year to be fishing on Pickwick. Absolutely, man. It sounds like it. And I know that Pickwick's been hot this year. I mean, compared to um, a lot, you know, all our lakes have been good, but it, it just, 
man, from the reports I get, it just it just seems like Pickwick has just been better than a lot of lakes this year. Well, we've had a lot of good successful spawns the last few years, and hydrilla I think is the key player in how good Pickwick is fishing. We've got a lot of good healthy hydrilla growing in good habitat areas for them, and these fish are just thriving off of it. Um, and then at the dam too, the last you know last two years the spillgates have been going on wide open, and granted, two weeks ago they were you know two two and a half weeks they're still on and as soon as they cut them off and the smallmouth went to bedding but i think the hydrilla and just we've had good spawns the last few years and the lake's just full of fish and it's just big fish too we've had a lot of good healthy fish grow up and it's just every day you go out there you hear somebody catching a seven to eight pounder and then you know once or twice a week you'll hear one over ten being caught it's just it's it's wow. crazy man. It's, uh, that it's really, really is crazy it's really made it fun for my job sure absolutely right you know, yeah. right before the elite came in i think we'd had in like a two-week span they had like i can't remember how many nine pounders weighed in this year i mean it's, it's crazy how, how great the lake is fishing for sure oh wow that's that's awesome so right now this time of year obviously you said you you, you know the shad spawn you you find the shad spawn you're gonna probably throw a spinner bait or something like that kind of is that is that predominantly what you mm -hmm. throw Shad spawn and a spinner bait, and then what do you go to? First time in the shad spawn, I'll have three baits on. I'll have a you know a spinner bait on half ounce or a three quarter, something I can kind of work decently quick. I'll either have, and then I'll have like a half ounce swim bait head with a four point five true bass on, and then the other bait I like to throw lots like especially with the hydrilla, I like to throw a chatter bait in it just because you can work it through that grass. And a lot of these shad spawns are happening anywhere you find that grass near some high spots you know on like a like a shell mound with grass around it or stuff like that and i'll i'll just rotate through those three baits most of the time the spinner bait's really good i like the swim bait a lot especially if you know it's a calm day and they can really see i like the swim bait better if it's a windier morning i like the, the spinner bait it just depends on that side but if i were going to put three baits on the deck to go chase the shad on it'd be a a spinner bait, a swim bait, and chatter bait, and then one for some good time fun. Have a topwater on the deck all the time, chasing a shad spawn because they're liable to come up school and you get to catch them on topwater. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, gotta have that at least tied on. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's fun. Exactly. Good stuff, man. Sure. Well, if somebody wants to come up there and get in a boat with you, David, and uh, take advantage of what you got going on at Peak Week right now, and uh, hey, maybe catch one of them eight or nine or even ten pounders. What's the yeah. best way for me to get up with you? The best way to get a hold of me is uh, you can give me a call at 270-205-9380 and give me a call. It's a direct line to me, and we'll get you a day booked, or you can get on a hold of me at davidallenfishing.com and just contact me through my email there, and my email is davidallenfishing at yahoo.com, or you can hit me up on Facebook or Instagram at davidallenfishing and shoot me a message off later. Well, good deal, man. Well, before I let you get out of here, we got to have a tip of the day. So what is the tip of the day for Pickwick this week? I'd say my tip this week would be if you're going to chase smallmouth, try to find, you know, good secluded rock piles, like go to the dam and find you some secluded rock pile and throw a net rigger or a shaky head and uh, just move it really slow and catch some of those bedding smallmouth. You may take a swim bait and throw some current break stuff, catch some of those post spawners moving back out in the current, or maybe a few pre-spawners coming in. If I were going to go largemouth fishing, get up early, get out there before the sun comes up, and go get on some pea gravel banks or riprap banks or find some shell mounds with some grass around them and just look for those shad flicking at the top of the water or following your bait in and hold on because eventually you're going to run into those largemouth chasing those pre uh, spawning shad around and get your arm broke. 
Man, what a great tip, David. Thank you for that, man. I, you guys may have to uh, listen to that and go back a, a couple of times to make sure you don't miss it because he gave us some great tips right there. Hey, y'all uh, give David a call uh, like we were just talking. Great time of the year to be on Pickwick. So hook up with him, book a trip. And David, man, we appreciate it. Look forward to having you back on real soon, brother. Stay safe out there. Thank you, sir. You too. And good luck with those hardwood floors. <laughs> That's right, man. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Great report, man. Thanks to David uh, Hare. So y'all give him, uh, y'all reach out to him and, and book a trip. Like we said, he's uh, he's on the fish up there and it'll be great. The tip of the day is brought to you by SunSouth. From outdoors equipment, parts, service, accessories, SunSouth has you covered. On the best for less, visit SunSouth or SunSouth.com for quality John Deere equipment. SunSouth for those that do. But let's go down one of my favorite callers to lake you follow with clayton bats clayton what's going on buddy oh not much just getting off work and headed to the house well i mean if you was any kind of friend you'd be on the way over to help me put these hardwood floors down in my house right now about to kill me i've been on the water so much and fishing tournaments i got some grass that needs to be cutting some weed eating i need to do some stuff to a uh, pasture in the backyard so anytime you want to come help i'll come help you <laughs> i hear you i hear you man well you've been fishing a lot so that's that's a good thing those honeydews can kind of stack up on us when uh when the fish are biting and uh, i know you stay busy and stay booked up but man let's talk about fishing what's going on on you follow right now man right now on you follow you can go out there and catch them any way you want to catch them there's a shad spawn going on a bluegill spawn going on they're making their way out to the ledges you can kind of pick your poison right now Good gracious, man. That's uh, that's that's an exciting time to be down there, it sounds like. Yeah, you know me, though. You know where I want them to be. I'm trying to I, make them be out there probably, probably a little deeper than what they are. But uh, we've got some 80-degree days coming up. So, And I actually, right now, I'm off limits on you, Paula. We happen to have a MLF Pro Circuit tournament coming there in, in a couple of weeks. So I'm hoping with these 80-degree days we got rolling in right now, it's going to push them on out there. So by the time I get back over there, they'll be out there in that 20 to 30-foot stuff where I want them to be. Well, now, what do you mean you off limits? Uh, before all of our MLF Pro Circuit tournaments, we have a 13-day off limits where we can't be on the water. We can't receive any information or do anything we can find like what we're doing right now you're gonna put this online to be public information so i'm sure a bunch of the guys will be listening to this in preparation for that tournament ah i got you i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know they put the silence on you for a minute oh yeah they try they do that with us just to where it makes everything kind of fair we have a 30-day off limits and then it goes into a 13-day off limits but as of november 30th last year I think that was the date. We couldn't get any information about any of the tournaments we were going to fish this year, about the lakes or, you know, get received waypoints. It tries just to make everything fair for everybody that might not be right next to that lake or, you know, have buddies that live there. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that makes sense. Well, so it sounds like that you can, like you said, you can kind of catch them however you want to catch them. And I know how you like to catch them. You like for them to get out there a little deeper and get to schooling. But right now, when you're going out, I mean, are you, uh, you got a shad spawn going on down there. So are you starting off early in the morning with looking for shad spawn, spinner baits, kind of what you, how you right. approaching spinner your day right now? Wins. But that's, that uh, shad spawn, you know, they don't last, but normally about the first hour, hour and a half of the morning. Big catch, jig, spinnerbait, a white frog, 
about any way you can imitate a shad, you can get it up there through that grass or rocks or wood, whatever they're spawning on, you'll get a bite. But with that being said, that shad spawn deal, there's been a bunch of shad spawning on the whole lake, but there's only certain areas that's got fish in it right now. So you just got to be on those places. But when you land on them, you land on them. Fast and furious. Real, like, you catch 20 pounds, put them in the box in about 10 minutes and a foot of water, which, you know, this is about the only time of year that happens. Dang, man. That's awesome. Well, after that first hour, hour and a half, when the shad spawn starts dying, I'm assuming all the fish, I mean, they pretty much, for the most part, they threw bedding. I hate to say it, but I think they're running way behind this year. There's still a good portion of the fish right now that I'm hoping on this last moon. I didn't go to the bank and look because I, I was at our pro circuit terminal, Murray. I had to go back to Eufaula and Idle and look, look, but I'm hoping on this. Maybe that's going to be like the end of the trickle of it. But we never had like a big giant wader. I had a client not long ago that wanted to keep a couple of fish for the night. And on Eufaula, we take some of the spots out of there whenever we catch them. And he kept five little spots. And when he filleted them, four out of the five still had eggs in it. And that's spotted bass. Dang, that's good. So I'm hoping they'll hurry up. I'm hoping they'll hurry up and get down with their deal because that's when I normally do better over there is when they come off the bed and edges, hard spots, just stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So what what are you kind of is there is there a particular lure that you're or area that you're kind of targeting? Not the area of the lake so much, but like a certain depth after the shad spawn as the day goes up, gets a little later. I'm sure you catch fish. They're so spread out right now. That's the one thing that's making it a little difficult is nailing down a depth to idle and look for them. I mean, I've got a couple of schools that are in 10 or 12 feet, and i got a couple that are out there in 50 already. But with that being said, I mean, last last time I went, I checked some of those 30-foot stuff, and it was still like pre-spawn fish that hadn't really felt the warmth and moved up and spawned. Dang. But there's not many out there. There's more uh, post-spawn than pre-spawn. But it's a, definitely a mixture right now where it should be like 90% postponed and maybe 10% pre-spawned. Yeah. Well, you would think it'd be, man, like you said, all these warm days we're having. If they hadn't spawned, they ought to be pretty quick, and uh, and then that would be over. Then they can get back out there in that deep water where you where I know you like them. That's a, I wanted to be weak so bad. Afraid they're not going to make it. Our water temperature keeps going to go up and go down, go up and go down. We keep still getting these fronts, but the extended forecast right now looks pretty warm. So hopefully this right here, I'm do that little final push and push them on offshore. Hope so, man. Hope so. Well, I know you're going to catch them either way. If, if they're chasing shad or on the bed, uh, you, you got a great fishery there and you know how to catch fish on it. Have you been guiding a good bit? Right before it went on our 30-day off-limit, I ran 10 trips in five days. Good night. Yeah, I bet your honeydew list is building up. staying slammed. (laughs) I I had that pro ceremony. I came straight back from that. I went two days, and then I've been working another job ever since. Still got another week and a half. Preparation on tackling stuff, getting ready for you, Paula. Oh man. Well, I, I'm, and when is that going to be? I think it's May 14th. Let me look real quick on my calendar here that I keep everything on my life. May 13th through the 16th. Good deal, man. Well, good deal. Well, I'll, I'll be looking forward to getting a report from you after that. 
I'm sure you'll do well. So good luck to you in it. I appreciate it. You don't have too many opportunities to go fish for $130,000 on a lake you got on. So, but the main thing is I got so much stuff out there, you know, kind of stay relaxed and approach it kind of like I'm taking a guide trip out there and just go do my thing. Dang, man. What you think it'll take to win it? What kind of weight? It's going to take close to 20 a day. It depends on, you know, how the fish are setting up by then. Obviously they're going to weigh a little less because most people will be catching pre, I mean, postponed fish, so they're going to be a little skinnier. It's going to take around 20 pounds a day to win, though. Around the 18 to 20, you'll see some big bags one day drop off a little bit the next day. You know, it's going to take a good bag to win that thing. Man, well, I hope you do it, brother. Like you said, you don't have many chances for the, for that kind of payday to come to your home lake that you got on. So that's great. And, uh, are you able to book trips at all right now? Or do you have to wait till after the tournament? So I'm booking after the tournament and as like all my regulars and everybody that I normally talk to, they know that June is my favorite month to be on that pond guiding and fishing just cause you can do so much and they'll get offshore really good. So I book up really, really fast in June, but that's when I'm starting to book right now. I'm from the uh, May 17th on into June. That's what I'm booking right now. And I've been getting two or three calls a day just cause they know that's my favorite. Oh man. That's great. That's great. Well, if somebody wants to start looking at June, maybe thinking about booking a trip with you, how do they need to get in touch with you? Yeah. They can just check out lakeyoufallowfishingguide.com or either they can give me a call at 334 334- three one zero eight three three eight good stuff man well before i let you get out of here i gotta get a tip of the day from you for you follow so what's your tip tip of the day on lake you follow cover a whole if you go fish shallow cover a whole lot of water do you land on them because when you land on them up there on that bank i mean you're going to absolutely smash them this time of year in between that and if you want to fish offshore you better be willing to put in a whole lot of time offshore idling and leave the rods at home and just go look for fish and just go look for fish that's the number one thing that i see people do is they're like we tried to fish offshore and i'm like well how long did y'all go look and they're like well, we idled about 30 minutes i'm like no when i go out there and idle i put the boat in at daylight and i'm coming out at dark and i don't make a cast you're just hunting schools of fish i'm hunting schools of fish but i know when i grab over them with those low ranches i can look down i mean i know when i turn around i'm about to bust them right that's right. You know, good stuff, man. Well, great tip. Well, this week's Lake You Follow tip of the day is brought to you by Bucks Island Marine. All right, Clayton, man, I appreciate you, buddy. I'm going to let you get out of here and uh, go cut that grass before mama gets mad. Yeah, I hear you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, bye. Guys, for the You Follow West Point tip of the day is brought to you by Bucks Islands. At BucksIslands.com, you can check out the full list of inventory from new and used bass, pontoon, bow rider style boats, new and used motors, as well as kayaks for sale. They love trade-ins, which provide a steady stream of used boats. They can rig your boat at their 18 Bay Service Department or ship your new motor anywhere in the United States. They provide boat service on all kinds of boats, even if they weren't purchased from Bucks Island. They have factory trained and certified technicians, so visit them at 4500 Highway 77, Southside, Alabama 35907, or give them a call at 256-442-2588. 
All right, another good report from our buddy Clayton down there. Appreciate him getting on. Y'all give him a call. Book book a trip with him in June. I guarantee you he'll be on the fish. But let's stay on you, Fowler. And I know that you, normally we go from one lake to to the next. But this guy sent me some pictures earlier today that uh mind blowing actually. So I, I I had to I had to get my man Tony on here. Tony Adams, what's going on, buddy? Man, just working all the time, staying on some slabs. You are on the slabs, apparently, because the picture you sent me, man, it, I, I swear it looks like there was about a three-and-a-half-pound average in there. Yeah, it was all good crappy, and that's some fine eating, too. You can't be the crappy. You sure can't, man. You sure can't. Well, I, I mean, that's a lot of fish. I mean, you're catching a lot of fish, and they all look like big ones. Yes, sir. They're all all good sized fish. We went out. You know, the crappies kind of coming off the spawn now, so they're moving back out. A lot of them's on on ledges. Some of them's on flats. You know, a lot of the ones we caught was you know on structure, either on the ledges or either on the flats. You know, about eight to twelve foot borders. Like I say, you know, I mean, yesterday we fished with uh, minnows, and uh, you just drop that minnow down there, and it wouldn't stay sitting maybe a, a second or two and you know there was a slab on it uh, nine and that's what just live just with live sh- sh- uh, minnows how deep were you fishing yes, sir, all these well most of the, these spots that we was fishing was you know eight to twelve foot deep and the fish would be just right above you know the bottom so you know if it was eight foot of water we was fishing probably around six foot you know if it was 12 foot of water 10 11 feet those crappy was you know, just right above the structure, right off the bottom. Man, good gracious. Now, will you stay on live bait? As, uh, what what determines when you leave shiners and go to, to jigs? Well, my customers really, you know, it's based on what they really want to uh, to fish with. You know, some likes to fish with jigs, some likes to fish with minnows. So I'll move it around, you know, and sometimes we'll do minnows and jigs. But, you know, you really can catch them on either one but a lot of my clients you know they've always been their granddads their dads whoever you know taught them how to catch them on minutes and that's kind of what they want to do and then i've got some clients that you know they want to learn how to catch them on jigs this time of the year i'll you know i'll do bio jigs a lot of my baits is you know buy big big bite baits and then you know i do you know the iho jigs is the ones that you put the little bait in the eyes you know it's kind of holds the bait in place and then, you know, minnow fishing is pretty simple. You know, you just run your lead about 12, 18 inches above your hook, put your minnow on, drop it down to the depth they're at. And then a little later on, when it starts warming up, I'll go to my to my skipper jig where I drop it, you know, right down into the structure and just, you know, kind of twitch it. And, you know, just the minnow itself, you know, twitches it. But really, you could catch them on jigs or minnows right now. Uh, it's just depending on what my client wants to fish with. Right, right. Are you staying pretty booked up right now? Yes, yeah, sir. Right now, I'm I'm pretty far out. I think, you know, if a morning trip, you know, I've got some afternoon trips available, but morning trips, I'm probably booked until November. <laughs> That's a terrible problem to have, isn't it? Yes, it really is. You kind of, you, you really hate to tell somebody you're that far out, but I mean, it's just unreal. People's just, you know, a lot more people's fishing now, I think, and a lot more people's getting into the crappy fishing and, you know, you can go and catch, you know, a whole lot more fish and, you know, you got something put on the dinner plate. 
Yeah. Well, and people see, uh, people see if they follow you and they're looking for somebody, they see pictures like you sent me and there's not many lakes you can go and, and, and do that on. Uh, and there's not many people that they can consistently day in and day out, put you on those fish. So that kind of puts you in a rare category. Hey, it's all about your reputation, man. You just got too good a reputation. <laughs> well, this is this is the time of year I like to fish. You know, between now and you know, first of December. I mean, you know, that's I mean, that's my time. That's where I like to fish. I like to you know fish those those ledges and those humps and those you know that structure. I mean, like you say, I mean, it, it takes some work. You know, and then the more you go, it's kind of like playing golf. The more you go, the better you get. And you know, I, I stay at it enough that. Like Tom Mann told me years ago, you got to think like a fish. Yeah, you got to think like a fish. Well, if, if somebody is going to go out there, come down to Ufala and go out, what's some advice for them as far as like right now, this time of year, are they looking for a certain water depth? Are they looking for a certain type cover? Uh, where do they start? You know, what What I would do is I'd start looking for, you know, flats, you know, 8, 12-foot water right now. You know, like I say, those those fish is pulled off the bank, and they're going back, you know, to the structure. And, you know, 8 to 10-foot depths is the magic number. Right now, like you follow, if you look in the 20, 25-foot waters, you're not going to see a whole lot of fish because a lot of those those fish are moving from the banks, you know, headed back out to, to the structure. You know, they'll stop stop by many different structures before they get back to you know to the deeper water when it starts right. really heating up Man, and then like i say you know just just drop that minute down in that structure and get ready for the bite because it's going to be on man that's good and i know you put out a lot of your own structure so you 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 know where it's at depending on what kind of depth you're looking for i mean you've got stuff out all over that lake in different depths which obviously helps as well yeah, I put out a lot of bam- bamboo, a lot of a lot of crepe myrtles, and there's tons of structure out there. You know, everybody's putting them out, putting Christmas trees or cedar trees or bamboo or whatever. So, you know, if you've got you've got a good depth finder, you know, like I say, yeah, I, I run the uh, Hummingbird Helix 12. I turn that thing on side image and start scanning, and I mean, it's it's amazing how much structure is on the lake. Man, that's great, man. And y'all got a, it's, you follow's always been, been a great crappie lake, but it seems like it's just getting better and better. Yes, sir. A lot more people fishing it too. Like I say, I think, I think a lot more people has, has picked up, you know, the, the crappy fishing and, you know, I've heard a couple of people that's dropped the bass fishing just come over to the crappy side because, you know, there's just so much pressure on the, on the crappy, I mean, the bass fishermen, you know, going to tournaments and doing this and doing that and, they just want to go out and have a good time and enjoy it and, you know, have something to show for, you know, as far as on the, on the dinner plate. That's right. Have something good to eat. Cause you can't beat them. <laughs> That's some fine eating now. That's some fine eating. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Well, I, I would say it'd be a great time of year for me to drive down there and do a trip with you, but, uh, it sounds like I'm gonna have to wait a little while. You're a busy man. We could do an afternoon. So you still got some afternoon availability. So that's good. But, all right, man. Well, what is a for, you know, first of all, if somebody wants to come learn what you're doing and guys, I, I can't stress this enough. I mean, Tony is, he catches fish and, and it's not just occasionally, it's every single day. 
you're just about going to limit out every time you get in a boat with him. And uh, I, I hope I'm not saying something wrong. I don't think I am, Tony, for conversations we've had. But, I mean, you, you're about going to get them their limit. So if somebody wants to go ahead and book an afternoon trip maybe sooner or, or start looking at, at booking a trip a little further out, how do they need to get in touch with you? The best thing to do is, you know, you can contact me on my cell, 334-695-3003. Or, you know, you can contact me, you know, on Facebook. It's Tony Adams. Or you can go, you know, to go on fishing with Tony and look me up on Facebook. Good stuff, man. Well, before I get you out of here, I got to get a, I got to get a tip of the day. So, what's your crappie tip of the day? Keeping a good live minnow on, making sure that you know the minnow is alive. A lot of times this time of year, you know, with you know when it starts heating up, I would put a, you know, a, a ice bottle, a frozen ice bottle in my minnow bucket to keep them good and cool. That will make your minutes last a whole lot longer, you know, to fish with, make them a lot more livelier. Hey, that's a good tip right there. Well, this week's crappy tip of the day is brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. Guys, if you have a pond, if you're managing a pond, if you want to grow big fish or healthier fish or just get your lake in better shape, call Southeastern Pond Management. You can call Norman Latona. He's a co-host on our show. Y'all heard him on here before and he'll be on here every month, but uh, give him a call at 205-288-1371 or just look him up, southeasternpondmanagement.com and and give Norman a call. These guys know what they're doing when it comes to managing ponds and lakes, so uh, if that's what you need, reach out to them. Tony, man, love having you on here, buddy. I appreciate you, and uh, thank you for being a, a consistent caller on here. And uh, you always got some great information. I love. I, I know that I'm not the only one. I know our listeners love having you on as well. So thank you. Be safe, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon, buddy. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate it. All right, Tony, take care, man. All right, you too. Thanks. Man, I, I will, I'm going to post the picture on our Facebook page. So I encourage you guys to go on and, and see this picture of all these crappie that Tony's catching. Uh, I think it was yesterday he caught this mess. And and then I'll, I'll, I'll have some other pictures on there from other callers today as well. So be sure and check that out. And that is going to be a wrap for this week's, week, guys. So please subscribe, rate, and drop us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. If you'd like us to email you the podcast, we would love to do that. All you have to do is text the word fishing to 646-495-9867, and we'll email you the show each and every week. Stay safe out there, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Become a better southern hunter and angler and pick up your copy today wherever fine magazines are sold or save a bundle online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. And brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. If you're fortunate enough to own a lake or a pond, then I know you want to get the most out of it as possible. We all want to manage and grow big deer on our place, so why not grow the biggest, most healthy fish possible as well? Give Norman a call at Southeastern Pond Management at 205-288-1371 or just look them up, southeasternpondmanagement.com. And these guys know how to grow big. And brought to you by Sun South from Outdoor Equipment, Parts, services, accessories, Sun South has you covered on the best for less. Visit SunSouth or SunSouth.com for quality John Deere equipment. Sun South for those that do.
and brought to you by Bucks Island is a family-owned and operated business since 1948. At BucksIslands.com, you can check out the full list of inventory from new and used bass, pontoon, bow rider style boats, new and used motors, as well as kayaks for sale. Give them a call at 256-442-2588. And brought to you by Brian Sand with National Land Realty. You already trust me with your fishing report, so trust me to help you find or sell that next piece of property as well. Just give me a call at 601-383-2344.